Welcome to a new episode of History, Fact, and Fiction. Each episode tackles a theme, and instead of debating what is fact and what is fiction in a historical event or person's life, I review various adult fiction and nonfiction history books available in NC Cardinal, particularly bestsellers paired with not-so-well-known titles to see if they live up to the hype, and if so, what's so cool about them. Today, we are looking at the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida opening. This has been all over the news. I'm sure you've heard about it at least briefly, if not in depth. Maybe you're a big Disney fan. So in honor of the 50th anniversary of the Disney World Resort opening near Orlando, Florida on October 1st, 1971, the celebration for Disney is lasting 18 months. We're just going to review some of the top books in NC Cardinal right now that you can get. Who knows how many more will be added in the next several months, you know, as continued interest uh, pushes purchasing or donations of more books for the catalog. So I'm reviewing just three adult nonfiction books. There were so many to choose from. If you like seeing, you know, pictures, so you can kind of see the change over time and the history of the parks uh, through various, you know, newspaper, personal, and, you know, PR photos through the years and film and costuming and character guides. There are so many books for all of that. Kind of focusing on the history aspect, I looked at the Disney story. Chronicling the Man, the Mouse, and the Parks by Aaron H. Goldberg. This was the oldest one I looked at. This is from 2016. The next one, next two I looked at were both from 2019. Disney's Land, Walt Disney and the Invention of the Amusement Park that Changed the World by Richard Snow. And The Queens of Animation, The Untold Story of the Women Who Transformed the World of Disney and Made Cinematic History by Nathalia Holt. Now, there's some one, there are some I would particularly recommend. I couldn't get to all of them, but there was a definite uh, popularity trend occurring in NC Cardinal, so I kind of wanted to hit a couple of these genres. Some of the nonfiction, of course, focused on food, um, entertainment, you know, parties, decorations. So foodies, you may want to check out from NC Cardinal several of these books they're really awesome and some of them have all of the copies checked out so you might might want to get on the holds list now disney villains devilishly delicious cookbook by julie tremaine there's one copy in nc cardinal it was published this year more copies may be added as they can get cataloged and purchased of course we all know supply chains are corking everything up right now the unofficial disney parks cookbook from delicious Dole Whip to tasty Mickey pretzels, 100 magical Disney-inspired recipes. This is by Ashley Craft. This is from 2020, last year. There are 12 copies in NC Cardinal. The Princess Dessert Cookbook. Desserts inspired by Disney, Star Wars, classic fairy tales, real-life princesses, and more. This also is from 2020. There are two copies available in NC Cardinal. And then this one seems to be, of course, we're nearing the Christmas season. You may have already jumped into it full-fledged. Um, you know, a lot of TV channels, radio stations probably already swat, you know, switching their broadcasting over towards a Christmas theme. This is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, the official cookbook and entertaining guide. 
by Kim Laidlaw. Crafts by Caroline Hull. Text by Jody Reverson. This is from this year. It's a 2021 book. There are five copies in NC Cardinal. Some of them are already processed. Some are still in process or on order. It is very popular, though. It seems like every time one hits availability, it's already got a whole list waiting for it. So you want to get on the list now, especially if you want to have it in time for this holiday season and not have to wait and maybe get it later next year and get an early start for the 2022 holiday season. So if you want it for 2021, put your holds now. Now, the other area that seemed to be putting out some popular and interesting new items was the crafts area. So for crafty people, we have The Art of Disney Costuming, Heroes, Villains, and the Spaces Between by Jeff Curity and the staff of Walt Disney Archives. This was published in 2019. There are three copies in NC Cardinal, but it is highly popular. So there's probably going to be a wait list if you don't get on there quickly enough, especially as, you know, Disney... Uh, you know, buzz continues for the next 18 months or 17 months at this point, it is probably going to, you know, continue having requests for it. There's this one is on order in NC Cardinal, so it will have a couple copies available soon and probably more coming later. This is Knitting with Disney 28 official patterns inspired by Mickey Mouse, The Little Mermaid, and more by Tannis Gray. So that one is on order, but get your holds on now. So once it's available, it will pull your name. Now, for readers who want kind of like a snapshot, a, you know, maybe a deep dive, but just one day, don't want to look at, you know, dozens and dozens of, you know, decades and years of information. You just kind of want a, a deep dive into just one day, what's going on, kind of something you can wrap your head around easier modern view, not looking back, you know, 70 years or more, then you may want to try One Day at Disney. Meet the people who make the magic across the globe. So this is going to cover all of the Disney umbrella, everything that they have, all of their broadcasting, like ABC, cinema, parks, everything. So the Disney magic everywhere. Um, This is by Bruce C. Steele, but it does have a foreword by Bob Iger. There is currently one copy in NC Cardinal, so get your hands on it now. This is from 2019, so very recent snapshot. If you like fiction, it was so hard to narrow down. We're not really going to be pairing any fiction with this this time. Because the current buzz um, in kind of the fiction genre, especially young adult, but even adult, is these retelling, you know, retelling folk tales, fairy tales, even historical figures from all around the world, not just Western culture and the fairy tales we're familiar with, but historical figures and folk tales and fairy tales from non-Western cultures. So that's the exciting part. We're getting a full spread of options and interesting and amazing people and the illustrations and covers are amazing. So this is kind of like a big buzz theme um, in especially fantasy fiction. Um, This is kind of like retelling things from a new perspective. It's really been popular for the last couple years. It seems to be continuing. Um, A classic I would recommend is looking through Gregory Maguire's uh, trilogy on the Wizard of Oz lands. Um, It's kind of like a classic. It's not the only one that's older uh, than the last couple years, Buzz. But if you've seen the play Wicked, you'll want to read this because that's what it is um, 
based on and inspired by. So I'm going to include a link, though, to an article that has a good list of, you know, ways to get your dip your toes into the pond if you'd like to look at some of this fiction that's on fairy tales that's kind of retelling it in new and exciting ways especially if you liked once upon a time tv show or you know the play wicked that might be a genre you want to jump into so instead i'm looking at very recent publications to kind of get the most up-to-date information and historical research on disney because they're they've been publishing for decades about this I want to really see what was coming out as people were trying to get their books published in time to be, you know, picked up and buzzed and bestsellers because of the anniversary year this year. So looking for things that were published very recently. There's quite a few books on just, you know, the parks, um, tips and tricks on buying your tickets and planning your trips and, you know, the movies, the character guides. But I was aiming for the historical and the biographical views of this you know, idea, this uh, inventor, the park itself and its impact in the American and now, of course, global culture because Disney's around the world, not just with their amusement parks, but of course, with all of their merchandise, movies, um, everything. These three books that I have listed are all available in NC Cardinal, but they're not in our local NWRL subset. So if you're going to have to at least wait a week for it to arrive. So adult nonfiction. Let's start with the older one, The Disney Story, chronicling the man, the mouse, and the parks by Aaron H. Goldberg from 2016. There are three copies in NC Cardinal, but it is very popular. So you may have a wait time once you place your hold. You know, you might have to wait for someone else to finish up first. Aaron Goldberg is a best-selling and award-winning author who focuses completely on Disney and everything that he has published so far. He's done trip planning books, he's written a kid's book, and he has another book that I was considering um, adding to this list, but it's not in the NC Cardinal system yet. Um, It is very new, so it hasn't been purchased yet. It is Buying Disney's World, the story of how Florida Swampland became Walt Disney World. It was published in February of this year. So it hopefully will be added to NC Cardinal soon. But I was thinking about pairing that up with this as an idea of, you know, how the land and everything was bought. And then, of course, how the parks were built, which is what this book is about. So I'll include that in the episode uh, summary so you can have a list of that title to go look for it. Goldberg's um, other books, such as Meet the Disney Brothers, which is his children's book from 2019, won the Benjamin Franklin Silver Award for Young Reader Nonfiction last year in 2020. So he's a good author, clear, fun to read, clearly specializing in this so he knows his stuff. So this book is the Disney story. It is decade by decade, looking at the man, the mouse, and the theme parks. From Mickey Mouse's debut at the Colony Theater in November 1928 to the opening of the Shanghai Disneyland in 2016. And everything in between. You get to relive Disney's most memorable moments. There are also interesting and lesser known stories to expand your knowledge, especially if you're a Disney enthusiast and you know the basics, but you want to have those tidbits added. So Disney by the Sea, you know, which four movies did Pixar sketch out on paper napkins in 1994? Some of this you may be aware of, and some of it you may be not. But they have a lot of amazing things in there. Why was the FBI interested in Epcot's World Showcase after it debuted? 
Um, lots of interesting tidbits in there. What makes it unique is that Goldberg supports the topics he covers with actual stories from newspaper and magazine articles told word for word exactly as those outlets reported them. So instead of him retelling it, summarizing it, you know, working it to condense it to fit, instead of being in his words, you get to read the hundreds of other voices that have told the Disney story over these decades, along, of course, with Walt's voice himself. The other thing that makes this book unique is that every quote and story that Goldberg features can be found online in their entirety, and I'll include that link to that website as well. There are a few photographs, but the layout is basically emphasizing the dates, oldest to newest, chronologically moving through the book. They're in bold, so they're eye-catching, so you can see if you want to flip through to certain decades or certain moments, maybe if you're rereading it and you want to flip to a certain section. So very eye-catching with their bolding. You can move through. Each chapter is broken out as a decade. And then, of course, within that, you can find the specific date you're looking for very easily. There's a couple of pages of dates um, kind of in the epilogue at the end that cover the 2000s, kind of like the historical milestones for Disney in the 2000s. So that doesn't really have a narrative chapter. It just kind of has some highlights for that. So you can kind of tell where the major research ended and they just got to be too many voices and too much going on with the 2000s that he just was kind of like summarizing it and letting letting most likely your own lived experience fill in that era so the next one we're looking at disney's land walt disney and the invention of the amusement park that changed the world by richard snow this is from 2019 it's available in nc cardinal with 18 copies the author has a degree in English and history, and he worked at the American Heritage magazine for 37 years before it went defunct. He's published quite a few um, nonfiction history books. A Measureless Peril, America's Fight for the Atlantic, The Longest Battle of World War II. I Invented the Modern Age, The Rise of Henry Ford, which is a biography about Henry Ford from 2014. 2016, he published Iron Dawn, The Monitor, The Merrimack, and The Civil War Sea Battle That Changed History, which won an award for naval literature. That's from 2016. Then in 2019, he published this book about Disney's land. I'll include his website in the description. So, of course, this book is about Disneyland, not Disney World, who has its anniversary this year. Disneyland was started started all of this it was the first park that was created in anaheim california on july 17th 1955. it's important to remember the difference you know disneyland disney world disney world of course has this idea of world you know much bigger it was even a grander scale a lot of people talk about you know disney world has such you know heavy emphasis and weight um in cultural awareness you know oh i've won the super bowl i'm going to disney world um that you forget that Disneyland came first. So this is a nice little kind of helps augment your exploration into the Disney anniversary by remembering which one came first, why it was so important, because Disneyland was the only park that Walt Disney actually oversaw from beginning to end. Um, he, of course, was starting Disney World, but he died before Disney World was completed. Um, so... This is a good book for getting a background and kind of getting to jump in before you get so Disney World overloaded you forget about Disneyland in California. 
The opening quote for this book, I thought, was very touching and poignant. It says, When he reached middle age, it seemed that we were going to witness an all-too-familiar process. The conversion of the tired artist into the tired businessman. When, in 1955, we heard that Disney had opened an amusement park under his own name, it appeared certain that we could not look forward to anything new from Mr. Disney. We were actually quite wrong. He had instead created his masterpiece. This is from Aubrey Menon. So, something to consider before Disneyland was built. Amusement parks kind of had this Coney Island, you know, they're a bit rundown, maybe county fairish. No one really thought of it as like a destination, somewhere you went purely to go because it was so amazing. You might go if you live nearby or if you're visiting relatives or maybe the city it was in, it would just be one of many sightseeing stops you'd go to. But it's not something you wanted to spend much money on, go to, and you would enjoy extensively. You know, it's for the kids or it's for the rides, you know, the adrenaline seekers. Not really much else. Maybe thinking about a Six Flags or something as we would now, you know, purely just for the rides, not for an entire sort of cultural and fantasy world immersion. So the financial risks, um, how it got funded, all of the opposition people had to it, and even opening day when it seemed like it had been a total disaster and no one was going to come but instead, people just kept trickling through, filling, and it just kept growing and growing until by the end of the year, one year of it being open, um, it was obvious that it was going to be a success. And then, of course, there's the move to make an even bigger one on the other coast, East Coast, and that's where we get Disney World. So definitely want to check that out. Now, the one that I enjoyed the most sucked me in, great writing. Um, very, you know, emotionally and, you know, just fascinating information is the Queens of Animation, the untold story of the women who transformed the world of Disney and made cinematic history by Nathalia Holt, 2019, late in 2019. It was published, I think, October. There are 24 copies of it in NC Cardinal, but five of them are already checked out. So it's still kind of just trickling along as mildly popular, but you never know when suddenly it may hit and a lot of requests are in, of course, given it's the Disney anniversary. So you may want to go ahead and get your hold on now for it so you can get on the list. It has won the Christian Science Monitor's Best Book Award. The author has a PhD and is a science writer and best-selling author, having published two other books so far, The Rise of the Rocket Girls, The Women Who Propelled Us, from missiles to the moon to Mars. So if you kind of like the uh, Hidden Figures movie, that would be a good one to read. And then the other book she's written is Cured, The People Who Defeated HIV. So, and of course, under the three that I'm looking at today, this is by far my number one favorite. Not only for weaving the past with present films and women, but moving the moving and emotional writing and stories. There are so many fascinating stories. The threads of people's lives, how they might have left and come back, how they persevered, who they impacted that we're familiar with now because they're, you know, directing movies like Frozen or, you know, Tangled or Brave or they're working on The Mandalorian or other, you know, major 
moments we're familiar with, but then what about the people from maybe your childhood or the 1990s, you know, when there was the renaissance of uh, Disney filmmaking? And then, of course, the Golden Age when it started. So this book will examine all of that. The early history of Disney from the 1930s to 1960s as the ink and paint department eventually became all female. And then, of course, there was a lot of uh, removal of female influence through the 70s and 80s. And then, of course, that's also when sort of the cinematic film and other things, kind of the creativity, the um, amazing storytelling started degrading. Things weren't looking so good. They brought in the new chairman, uh, Eisner, and... Then they also started bringing women back into the storytelling and the creation of the in the 1990s. So it's it's really important to see all of this and consider all the things when you look at it, just watching the movie, not realizing everything that went on behind the scenes. The women in the ink and paint department were crucial for the look and even the dialogue of all of those celebrated films we're aware of, like Snow White and Bambi. Even till now, Frozen. Uh, that has a they have a great section on that and how important women were in the process of the storytelling, how amazing it was, uh, all because women being brought back into the storytelling. The stories of Grace Huntington, Bianca Majoli, she's Italian, Sylvia Moberly Holland, Retta Scott, Mary Blair, along with many other women artists, uh, directors, uh, producers, storytellers, writers. Through the decades, uh, shaping the Disney Corporation and art in indelible ways. In the course of her research, Nathalia feared that she was too late. And as many women had already passed or lost their memory of their time working for Disney in those early decades. But she found enough women, their loved ones who still had the deceased uh, relatives' papers, and documents through other uh, researchers and other archives to be able to provide insight to the many women who worked on Disney from its earliest days with Snow White all the way through Frozen. Ironically, for instance, a woman, Charlotte uh, Reiniger, a German filmmaker, had developed the first multi-plane camera in 1926. This is the technology that Walt Disney would patent and use to make his realistic depth and award-winning um, you know, cinematography in Snow White, which of course sparked his film empire. Fun fact, Walt's wife Lillian was a former ink and paint worker and her sister Hazel Sewell oversaw the department. It has some very useful features, lots of amazing information. She lists all her sources in the back, so if there's other works you'd like to read, there's photographs of these women, so you kind of have something for your mind to think about when you're reading about their lives. And if you like this topic and you like this book, another one you may want to check out is Ink and Paint, The Women of Walt Disney's Animation. This was published old while further back in 2017 by Mindy Johnson. There's three copies of it available in NC Cardinal. So kind of would rank Queens of Animation is the best of what I've gotten to read. Then working to, and it depends on what you're interested, the background to Disney World. So maybe you want to read Disney's Land, but then the Disney story is great for getting to know all of the change over time, what happened, you know, the push to make the parks and everything happen. So kind of liked all these. Wish I had time to read, you know, another dozen or so of these to give you some more recommendations. But I'll include all the information and titles and websites in the episode so that you can see and click on them. And be sure to check out the Q&A and polls that we have as well 
that are on Anchor. Thank you.